I definitely don't have it in me to go anywhere else. So it'll either be here or it'll be taking time to recalibrate, reflect on the seasons here. But you won't see me next week pop up elsewhere. I, don't, I can't put them through that after this year. Remember that? That was like the, the season-ending press conference that Kyle Dubas had in front of the Toronto Maple Leafs media. They have the national NHL media not going anywhere else. I'm going to take time to reflect. I'm going to reflect and I can't do this to the Maple Leafs. And here he is now. Here he is now, a little over two weeks later. He is the director of hockey operations for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Good morning. Welcome to the Fan Early Morning Show. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. If you're listening on the radio, you could be listening on the Odyssey app or on our website, 937thefan.com. Welcome wherever you may be listening this morning. This is the Wake Up Show. Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. So that news broke. And sometimes on the morning show we have tough luck with breaking news. We usually just review things because news doesn't always break at 6 a.m. We understand that. We kind of like to open your day up with news, so we just missed this one. The Penguins announced, I think, at 10 o'clock in the morning that they had hired him, and then the press conference was uh, just past noon yesterday, so we didn't necessarily get to react to it so much. Oh, sorry. Hi, Crowley. Just walked in. The on-air light's on, too. That's a shame. Uh, Nobody pays attention to those, especially not this early in the morning. But, yeah, talking about... uh, Dubas, we, we the news broke just after we got off the air. They they made the announcement at 10 a.m., and then they had the press conference at noon. And so here we are, the Penguins with a new director of hockey operations, and they hired this guy. It's what Brian Burke's position was, and they hired this guy, and he's apparently not going to be the general manager himself. He will hire somebody to be under him. But Kyle Dubas made a point. To say that he, he talked with Mike Sullivan, he talked with Sidney Crosby, he wanted to get a feel for where the organization was and where the organization wanted to go. He also said that he has intentions to figure out the goalie situation, uh, kind of address that, because that's been a big weakness for the Penguins over the last few seasons. But I also just find the irony in some of his comments. I mean, you know, publicly he says with the Maple Leafs, uh, you know, I can't leave this team. I can't I can't do this to the to the Maple Leafs after this season. And then all of a sudden now he's um, leading the Pittsburgh Penguins front office a little over two weeks later. If you want to call and talk about it, 412-928-9370 is my phone number. This is a good chance for you to have your voice heard, for you to talk about it. With me, you can also tweet me at uh, callus underscore three three. That's C A L L A S underscore three three. If you want to make some comments, I'll read them if I find them intriguing. But also give me a phone call if you want to. Again, that's four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. So, just a couple thoughts on Dubis. First of all, it's awesome to have more of an analytical guy who who's had success. With another organization, the Maple Leafs made it through one round before getting eliminated. Of course, the expectations in Toronto for hockey are 
much, much greater than most other teams around the NHL, which means that I think as the general manager of that team, he had a tough job. But now he's coming to Pittsburgh, and he is Brian Burke, essentially. But maybe more so as not to just be somebody who can, you know, look good to certain higher management or just be a, a face, a good face to an organization. No, he's apparently coming in here with the intentions of bringing a winning culture back to Pittsburgh and and doing whatever he can in his power to make the Penguins a better team and build to where maybe they'll make it past the first round of the playoffs. Although this season you can't lose in the first round if you don't make the playoffs at all. Uh-huh. Smart, smart thinking, of course. Um, but yeah, it, it seems more like he's going to take on a more active role as the director of hockey operations than, than Brian Burke did. And, and a lot of us as fans last year, I think we're, were upset because we just didn't feel like there was much transparency. I mean, Ron Hextall never really said anything when he spoke. Brian Burke didn't seem to be doing anything. Uh, with player management or staff management. He just didn't seem like he was doing much. Just That was just a perception. And the Fenway Sports Group, for all we know, is just a name. There's no – we don't really have a face, and that's kind of smart of them to do, right? We don't have a face to associate responsibility to or to hold accountable because when you just have a brand name, right, it's, it's easier to hide behind the brand name, Fenway Sports Group, instead of putting your name out there and, and – and, putting a person next to the accountability. So hiring Kyle Dubas to start is a good thing and giving him more of a promotion from his last job. He is now pretty much the leader of the front office as it relates to uh, player and staff management. So he's the guy. He's now a face. And judging by his reputation in Toronto, I think that we're going to have more expectations of him going forward. Because Brian Burke, again, we saw him as just, okay, here's a face, here's a guy, you know, I'm going to look good and say a lot of, you know, sound bitey words, even if I do talk, and and, uh, and I'm just going to try to look good. But not really do anything. Now we got somebody in here who we expect to do something based on his reputation. That's a good start. Definitely a good start. We want we want to have people on this staff who will manage, who will put in a will put in an active effort to make the team better, and that's what I like about him right away. Also, what I like about him, he seems like a personable man. He's also younger than Mike Sullivan, which is interesting. So, uh, younger than the head coach guy is now leading the entire pretty much leading the entire front office so that's interesting to think about but I mean just the way he held himself at the press conference yesterday and just listening to it it felt like there was some level of comfort all the way around it felt like the reporters were introducing themselves like hi Kyle and uh and then Dubas would respond saying like Okay, well, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Dave, for the question. Thanks, Taylor. Yeah, so, or, you know, I want to let you know, I want to let you know, John, that uh, that this is what we're doing. I think that immediately just, you know, 
he is like he is he's a person and i i enjoy when i enjoy when you know people with uh higher influence or higher power in our society they just act like people so i think that's awesome that he's addressing people by name they're not just reporters they're not just gray faces that blend together in a crowd no by name dave taylor john and i like that now if he doesn't do anything that will wear off over time that will get old but just right now just you know the first press conference announcing the hiring I enjoy that he was personable. I enjoy that he was seemed friendly, seemed comfortable. The moment didn't seem to overwhelm him. And he seemed to have a plan, and he addressed most of the questions. Again, talk is one thing versus action, but, you know, laying kind of the foundation, to getting comfortable with and understanding kind of who he is, I think it's super important. And I think that that's a, that's a good start. Listening to his press conference yesterday, I say good start. Good first impression. Personable guy. Seems to want change for the Penguins. Seems to be willing to implement change. And so we'll see. I got more to expound upon, but I want to take this call. We got Bryson in the car. Go ahead, Bryson. What's on your mind? Hey, I was just um, wanting to say I agree with you. I think uh, I, who knows exactly what was going on in Toronto with him. <laughs> and, uh, like he was right? only—he was only—he's only controlled. Like he only met the media three times a year in Toronto. Yeah, and he's already—he's already agreeing. Like yesterday, saying that he's got other media. Um, uh, opportunities and stuff like that later on, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, as long as we address this goaltender situation, I'd like to see them try to find a way to swindle John Gibson back here. Oh, um, all right. And uh, it'd be a nice little stepping stone for him because he was talking about trades left and right and seeing what he can and can't do. So maybe he can uh, find a way for uh, old Granny to get out of here too. He can throw that in the uh, in the <laughs> trade and just and just. Stick them to him. Sure, yeah, Thank Bri- you. yeah, Bryson. I appreciate the call. Absolutely. He just seems like he's going to do more than Brian Burke already. Than Brian Burke did in terms of a player management standpoint. Now, if the Penguins do hire a GM, it's not going to be him. Like directly, I wouldn't say. I hope he would hire somebody that he can trust to do some of those things. But also, you know, he's the guy now. So. Keeping that in perspective as well, just understanding what his plans are, you know, hearing how he's talking about this team and making moves, I mean, it's inspiring right away. And I hope he talks more often. I like when he says words, so I'm comfortable when he says things or when he said things in that press conference. Now, here's the here's just kind of the kicker. Here's just kind of the flip side of, of this Kyle Dubas hiring is that To make change, sometimes you have to part ways with familiar faces to allow the opportunity for new players to come in and make an impact, prospects to come in and make an impact. And so I think the biggest question 
And I think he addressed this in the press conference. It's something about Mike Sullivan has a lifetime contract, which is a great, it's a great soundbite. You know, it's a great soundbite to say like, oh yeah, we're not, we're going to keep Sullivan around for as, you know, as long as he's willing to coach. That That's a great soundbite. But here's the reality of the situation when we, when we talk about hockey and we talk about any sport really changing and moving forward is that, you know, sometimes the fit doesn't work anymore and change needs to happen to open the door for an opportunity for a better fit to help make the team succeed. And that's even true with players. I mean, you got the big three that uh, are, have been pretty controversial. You know, the, the Penguins decided last season to re-sign both Malkin and Latang, which is great fan service. And may we bless Latang because this dude suffered what, a heart attack during the season. And two weeks later, he's three weeks later, he's back on the ice. He's back playing again. And he's playing at an elite level. Evgeny Malkin was injury prone the last few seasons, but so be it. He still had a pretty solid season last year, and Crosby did what Crosby does. They all performed, but the biggest problem for the Penguins was that the big three performing was not enough to sustain a winning culture. The goaltending situation is the biggest outlying problem, and I think we would all uh, agree with that. I don't see anybody that wouldn't agree. I think that the defenders didn't always help those other than Latang. The defensive side of the ice for the Penguins, nah, didn't, uh, didn't do it either, didn't do great. And so when you're relying on just Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Chris Letang, who else? Who else was on the team? Other than a goaltender, name me a player. I'm sure you can. But, you know, you get what I mean. It, it, there weren't too many good players that you could trust to put on the ice that would make a solid impact. It was just those three. It was the big three, the big names, and the rest of the Penguins, they weren't up to task. Especially not the defense, and especially not the goaltenders. So, why do I say all this? It's because there may come a time where Kyle Dubas, as the director of hockey operations or his appointed general manager, soon to be, might have to say, you know what? Hey, make the unpopular decisions. Hey, uh, Malkin, Latang, you know, it's it's been you know, we we appreciate what you've done for the organization, but you've been traded here or you've been, you know, cut. I don't think they'd be cut, but um more likely traded. You know, we're we're gonna trade you for the betterment of the future of our organization. Might have to do that. Or for Mike Sullivan. This just isn't a fit anymore. This just isn't a good fit. We wanna bring in somebody else who might be able to you know, manage these fresh faces we plan to bring in. That conversation may have to happen. Honestly, for a nostalgic value, I hope it doesn't. I mean, Mike Sullivan's been angry, and I haven't agreed with some of his recent press conferences when he's spoken. And just, you know, some of the anger that he seemed to have held. He definitely cares, and I respect him for caring. 
yeah, I mean, like sometimes, sometimes a change has to be made. I respect Sullivan and I appreciate what he's done. And I hope it doesn't have to happen, but if it does, I mean, is Kyle Dubas going to be willing to make that decision? Obviously, I mean, he wasn't going to go in on day one and be like, yeah, you know, Mike Sullivan's on the hot seat. That's not, wouldn't have been a good look. But I think that, I think that, you know, over time, if fans start to see like, hey, this isn't, this definitely really isn't a good fit anymore, I think that we might get more comfortable with that over time. Or maybe we won't, because we like Sullivan. The players like Sullivan. So, that's just the big thing. Will Kyle Dubas be willing to make the changes that the Penguins need to have made to be successful? Whether that's integrating those who are already in the organization, or whether that's, okay, you know, this isn't a good fit anymore, time to go. 